Pesachim daf pegimal. The last thing we were discussing is we brought them and said in the Mishnah that if the Be'alim became Tameh or died, we should wait to the next day to be able to burn it. And we don't burn on the 15th, so we burn on the 16th. That was Tanakaman. Rabbi Hanan ben Beroka say, burn it the same day on the 14th. And Rabbi Yosef explained that the Mahlukah between the Tanakaman and Rabbi Hanan ben Beroka in the Mishnah is if the Be'alim became Tameh after the blood was thrown, that the meat was already Ra'ui. But if they were tameh before the blood was thrown, the meat was never good, then burn it right away according to everyone. And Rabbi Yohanan argued and he said that even if they became tameh after the blood was thrown, there's still a mahluka between Tanakama and Rabbi Yohanan bin Beroka. And Rabbi Yohanan also said that Rabbi Yohanan bin Beroka and Rabbi Nehemiah both said one thing, that a pasul in Ba'alim gets burnt right away, even if it's after the blood was thrown. And now we are starting Pegimel Amud Aleph, the first word on the line, Rabbah Mosif. Rabbah adds to Rabbi Nehemiah, Rabbi Yohan ben Beroka, he even adds, Af Rabbi Yosia Galili. Detanya Rabbi Yosia Galili, Omer, Kol Anyan Kulo, the entire parasha, when it says, Vechol Hatat Asher Yuba Midama Elon Mo'ed, Echaper Bakodesh, Lo Te'achel Ba'esh Tisaref, it wasn't talking about a regular hatat that's supposed to be done outside and not bring inside and then you're supposed to burn. It was talking about cows that were supposed to be burnt uh, like parim davash al sibur or a si'ir of Yom Kippur. Those are supposed to be burnt. You're supposed to bring the, the blood into the Kodesh. So then why did it say lo ta'achel ba'esh tisaref? Didn't you write v'saraf oto al aitim? Rather, we we need that pasuk to tell me that the srof pesulehen abet abira. You have to bring the pesulim to the bet hamikdash to burn v'liten lota asel achilatan and to add a lota ase if you eat these korbanot. Amrulos hachemim told the rviasi hatat shenichnas damalifna v'lifnim minayin. A hatat that's supposed to be done outside, that's brought inside. How do you know that it's pasul? Amalehim, so Rabbi Yosei told them. It says by Aaron, We didn't bring the blood into the Kodesh inside. Means if it left the area or if it was brought inside, then you have to burn it. And bottom line is, you see that Rabbi Yosei Galilee learned that blood that went inside, that it gets, that the entire korban gets burnt from the hatat aron, and even though the blood became pasul, still you burn it right. You burn the korban right away. Burn it completely, no good. You don't have to wait till the next day. So now, if Rabbah is adding Rabbi Galili into the mix, why didn't Rabbi Hanan add him into the mix? Rabbi Hanan Savar, because Rabbi Galili is talking about dam. And damu basar, blood and meat, is the same thing, hadam iltahi, it's one thing. And therefore, it's considered like a, a psul in the goof of the korban. So there's no hidush by telling me that you have to burn it that day. Ba'alim, okay, that's a different story. Hariti, it's not psul in the korban, it's a psul in the owner. And there wouldn't really be any proof from Rabbi Yossi Galili that it doesn't need to wait over the next, to the next day if it was the ba'alim. Meaning he only talked about dam, and, and that's like the same rules as meat, but uh, who, who knows what would be Rabbi Yossi shita if the Ba'alim became Tameh. Now the next Mishnah. Atzamot. Atzamot, uh, the bones have marrow inside of them, and you have and uh, they're considered meat, and therefore if anything was left over uh, after the night of the Seder, you have to burn it the first day of Holomoid. 
So you have the atzamot, v'hagidin, the sinews, v'hanotar, anything left over from the meat that you didn't eat. Yisafu b'shishasar, burn it the first day of holamoed. Hal shishasar liot b'shabbat. If the sixteenth, the first day of holamoed is Shabbat, yisafu b'shivasar. Then burn it the Sunday morning on the seventeenth. Nefishen dochin lo et Shabbat velo et Yom Tov. Because burning the bones and the sinews of uh, the notar, whatever is left over, does not push off Shabbat or Yom Tov. Meaning, wait till Cholam Moed, which is an actual holiday, not Shabbat. Amar Av Mori bar Abuha, Amar Av Yitzhak, Atzmot, Kodashim Sheshimshu Notar. Bones of Kodashim that had marrow inside of them, so they were helping the Notar, whatever is left over. So those bones, if you touch them, they become like regular notar. They're metame your hands if you touch them. Because they became because they became a base for something asur, the notar is the asur. And the marrow inside is considered the, the notar. So let's say the following, you know, our Mishnah helps because our Mishnah says, and these bones that we're supposed to burn, what are we talking about? They don't have marrow inside of them. Lama Why should we burn them? Nishdinu, throw them out. There's nothing there. When we say you have to burn leftovers, it's only leftovers that you could eat. Rather, you have to say that there is moach inside of them, and therefore you're supposed to burn them. Since you can't break them, you have to you have to burn those bones. Now, if you want to tell me that the marrow in these bones, the bones are now something significant, and since there's something significant, they're now considered, you're supposed to burn them, and therefore you have to burn them. It's significant. But if you want to tell me just because this bone is helping the, the notar, it's uh, it's not it's not any significance, and therefore there's no tumav notar on it. Why should you you burn it? Break the bones, take out whatever's inside, and take out all the marrow that's inside. Burn the marrow, and throw out the bone somewhere else. You don't have to burn them. Rather, you have to tell me, like Rav Mori that Shimush Notar Miltai, that something that helps the Notar is something significant. So they told him, no, no, there's no proof. Why? You can't prove from Amishnah that uh, what Rav Mori Barabuhamari Vitzhak said. Why? You have to tell me that it's not uh, it, it's not something significant. Just because the bone is helping the marrow doesn't make it uh, something significant, and now it makes it notar also. Kasavar bo bekosher vafilu bipsul. Our Tanav, our Mishnah held that when you're not allowed to break the Korban Pesach's bones, when it says, it has to be when it was not only Bekosher, even when it was Pasul, meaning even afterwards when it became Notar, you still can't break the bones. So the Gemara asks, you're telling me that our Tanav, our Mishnah holds that even after it became Pasul, when it became Notar, you're not allowed to break Vahatanan. But we learned Aval Hamotir Batahor Vashober Batame Enosofegetar Baim. If a person leaves over from Tahor meat of Korban Pesach, or if he breaks bones of something that became Tameh, you don't get the forty makot. Now what does that show you? That if someone breaks the bones after it became Pasul, it's not a problem. The Gemara says no. La Kashia 
כאן שהייתה לו שעת כושר, כאן שלא הייתה לו שעת כושר. You're not allowed to break it even when it became פסול, is when at one point it was kosher. For example, it was notar. It was kosher at one point, then it became notar. You're still not allowed to break it. When are you allowed to break it? When it was, I don't know, let's say it became tamed before they threw the blood. It was never kosher to begin with. Therefore, you're, allowed, you're allowed to break the bones, not a problem. Who's the Tana who differentiates between uh, if it, it was kosher at one point or not? My answer is says there's only an isur to break it when it's kosher, but once it became pasul, you're allowed. If it was notar, for example, it was uh, it was good at one point, then it became pasul. Yesh bo mishum shvirata etzem. Then you have an isur. You still have the isur breaking bones. Lo italo shat kosher became tamei before throwing of the blood. It was never good. In bo mishum shvirata etzem. There's no isur of breaking bones. Rabbi Shimon Omer hadze vehadze. In bo mishum shvirata etzem. There's no problem. Once it became pasul, it's pasul. So we have a Braita going against Rav Mori, but Rav Uhamar Vitzhak says that, that, that if you if that if a bone helps the notar, the leftover meat, like the marrow, that's considered something significant. Why? We have a Braita. Kol atzamot ha-kodashim en ta'onin serefa. Any bones that were left over from Kodashim, you don't have to burn them, break them, take out the marrow, and then burn the marrow, and uh, and, just, and you can use the, you can throw out the bones or something. Chutz, except, me'atzmot ha-pesach, takala. Korban pesach, different, it says, therefore, burn the, burn the, the, the bones with the marrow. Now, these bones that we're talking about, if you tell me they don't have marrow, then why should you burn them? There's no notar inside of them. If you tell me there is marrow. And if you hold that something that helps the, the, the marrow, the leftover meat, is something significant, it's important. Why don't I have to burn the bones of Kodashim? Why can I just uh, break them, take out the inside, and that's okay? And this is a problem on Rav Mori, but Rav Amar B'Yitzhak. Amar Rav Nachman B'Yitzhak, Ha'cha B'Mai Asekinan, Kegon Shematza'an Halutzin. What are we talking about in this Mishnah? We're not sure what the case is. For example, you came and you saw these bones already broken, and you see the marrow already t- taken out. If they are bones of Kodashim, that there's no issue of breaking the bones. What happened? The person uh, broke them, took out the, the, the marrow before they became Notar. And they were never used uh, to help Notar. And they, you know, they don't need to be burnt. There's a problem with breaking bones on Pesach. Therefore, after they became uh, notar, he, bro- he broke those bones. He emptied out the marrow. And I guess he holds like Rabbi Shimon that once it became Pasul, you're allowed to break it. And, and, and so for like, even for whatever it is, for a couple of seconds, they were used for to, to help notar therefore you have to burn them now Rav Zavid Amar he answers a little bit different what are we dealing with Kegon you found uh, b- b- piles of bones and some of them are, are uh, broken with the marrow out 
And the shela is, do I have to check the entire pile or not? Atzmot kodashim. If there are atzmot of kodashim, the end ben mishum shivat aitzim. There's no isur of breaking bonds by kodashim. The kol lehu avachalitz lehu veachil lehu velo baisreifa. He probably broke all the bonds in the entire pile, and he took out the marrow. This way, they don't become notar, and therefore the entire pile. You don't have to check; it's, it doesn't need to be burnt. However, atzmot pesach deyesh bein mishum shivat aitzim. We're not going to say that the person broke all these bonds. Maybe he only broke the top ones. And everything under it, he didn't break them and take out the marrow. And therefore, you have to burn the entire pile. So, Rav Zavid argues on Rav Nachman by Yitzhak in the case where you found some of them broken already with the marrow out, you don't have to burn them in the case of Kodashim. Now, the Gemara is going to shift back to our Mishnah. We said you have to burn the sinews. Amar Amarav, all sinews are considered meat, except the ones in the neck. They're hard, you can't eat them, and therefore uh, they're not considered meat. Rather, we'll call them like bones. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, now, Hanegidin, the Gidin that are written in our Mishnah, the sinews, Hechidami, Ilemagide Basar, if we're talking about sinews anywhere else on the body, Nechlin will eat them. Why do you have to burn them? Vi'id if they were left over, Hainu Notar, that's exactly Notar, so you don't have to specify them. Elapshita, Gidet we're talking about the ones in the neck, and since they're like bone, therefore you, you have to burn them. So the Gemara asks, basarni, you know, if you want to their meat and a person could be Yotzei Chova, if he ate them, I'm too lachi That's why you have to burn them like uh, notar. Okay, good. basarni, but if they're not meat, lama leusrefa, what if they burn them? Just throw them out. So Amar of Hasda, no, lots and lots nitzrecha el legida neshe. When we're telling you sinews, we're talking about gida neshe ve'elibad Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Detanya, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, The Isur of Gidan Hashem is only on one of the thighs. I don't know which one. Vadat Bachrat Shelyamin, and it makes more sense to say it's the right thigh of the animal. And our Mishnah is talking about uh, the left side, which was really mutar, except uh, we don't, we're not one hundred percent sure, and so therefore we're going to just burn it to begin with. So the Gemara asks, okay, Ve'ela. If we're going to say that our Mishnah is according to Rabbi Yehuda, and we're talking about Gid HaNasheh, and you have to burn both of them, Misafek. Now, in, in Gemaran Cholin, we asked the question, when Rabbi Yehuda said, Hadat Makhraat, uh, it makes more sense. Meaning, is that his halachic answer, or he's still in Safek? So, Tifshot, the Sapukem is Safek, Rabbi Yehuda. So, why don't you answer the Gemara over there and say, look, over here, it's showing that he's still in Safek. The fact that we're saying burn it, not throw it out, shows you that uh, we're not 100%. The im if sheet pshita because if we're 100% that the right one is the one that's asur, the left one you should eat with isur and the right one just throw out. Why should you burn it? So the Gemara explains. Raviuda 100% believes that the right one is the one that is Asur, the left one is Mutar. And over here, our Mishnah is talking about a case where we knew which one is which, and then we, and then all of a sudden it got mixed up, and now I don't know which one, which Gid and Ashe is supposed to be burnt, which one is, suppo- is supposed to be not uh, is supposed to be eaten, and uh, we got mixed up. Or you could say 
that when we're saying that the gidim have to be burnt, Rav Amar lo Everything we're talking about is talking about the fat around the gidanashe, which midiraita is okay. And we're just midrabanan, we're going to go away from it. The Tanya, Shamno Mutar, the, the fat around the Gidan Asher is technically Mutar. Israel Kedoshim, Hem, Vinoagin, Bo, Isur, Israel Kedoshim, they don't want to touch it. So, therefore, since it's Mutar Midoraita, if it's left over, it's not our, you have to burn, but you still can't eat it. Now, Ravina Amar, what are we talking about when we say Gidin? Bahitson, the outside Gidan which is only a sumid rabbanan. There's uh, the, the gidan splits up into something that looks like a sheen. One of them is the outside one, the one that's facing the air, not the inside of the body. It's facing outside the body. Technically, also midoraita you're allowed to eat it, and we're mid rabbanan. We're not sure, and therefore we're saying it's asur. There's two gidin in the in the thigh. Penimia samuchlaitzem, one that is closer to the bone. That's Asur uh, completely behind. I mean, I love you get Makot. Then there's the Hitzon, the outside one. Uh, it's shorter, it's closer to the air. Hasamukhla Basar. But it goes into the meat. Asur, that's the end. Hayavin Alav. It's Asur Midrabanan. Therefore, you don't get Makot. And our Amishnah is talking about that one, the Rabanans. Okay. We said Hal Shisha Asar. If the 16th falls on Shabbat, you burn it Sunday morning on the 17th. Ve'amai, why doesn't it push uh, Shabbat? Nete Aseh. Let of that you have to burn it and that push away not to do a melacha on Yom Tov. Shabbat for sure out of the question, but at least uh, you know burn it on the fifteenth in the morning. Amar Amar kera Now. Lomar ad boker. Why do you have to tell me the second uh, ad boker? Just say one and not tell me ad boker and it's it to burn. Why you tell me twice? Matamudlomar ad boker. Why do I need that second ad boker? Liten lo boker sheni lisripato. You have to give a second morning. So we're not talking about the 15th, we're talking about the 16th. Abaye amar amar kera. Olad Shabbat. Beshabbato. You have to burn whatever Shabbat on Shabbat. Velo olad hol beshabbat. You can't give a korban olad hol on Shabbat. Velo olad hol beyom tov. And if a ola you can't give, kol sheken, something that is pasul, you can't burn on Shabbat or Yom Tov either. And why is it considered uh, pasul? Because it, it's a korban of hol, because the, the korban was done on the 14th, and now it's the 15th. So if it was done on the 14th, it's uh, it, it's not today's uh, korban. So you have to wait till uh, after the holiday. Rabina Amar, Amar Kera, the pasuk says, Hu levado hu velo it itself, and not anything that prepares or something that could have been done yesterday. Levado, velo mila shelo bizmana haba'a mikal bahomer. You can't do a brit mila of, let's say, a ger who became a ger today on the hol- on Shabbat, the holiday, or a katan that for whatever reason they couldn't do the brit on time, and now they put they push it off, and there's a mohel in town for a different brit on Shabbat or Yom Tov, which you could say there was the kal bahomer. I think we learned it on the nun tet. It was a kalva homer of tsaraat, which is push, pushes off uh, the avodah, and the avodah pushes off Shabbat. Mila, there's a tsaraat on the mila, we cut it off anyways. Then all the more so, we should put, uh, push off the Shabbat and do the brit mila, even when it's not its time. And comes the pasuk levador to tell me that you don't do uh, that brit mila. 
And the same idea, burning uh, any uh, Kodashim that became Pasul, it's like a Milah Shelo Bizmana, and uh, you shouldn't be able to do it. Wait till the next day. Rav Amar, Shabbaton de Yom Tov, Asehu. When it says the word Shabbaton by Yom Tov, that adds an Aseh, and now it becomes Ba'esh Tisrofu, which is an Aseh, verse A, Ven Aseh Dohe Lot Aseh, Ve'aseh, you cannot push an Aseh, cannot push an Aseh, of uh, don't do melacha on Yom Tov plus Shabbaton. It becomes uh, one versus two. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.